0: Because we live in a Puritan police state, we are obliged to inform you that we may sometimes use explicit language. If you are looking for more of that, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or visit our website at wihhw.com. Now that you've been informed,
1: things are about to get weird.
2: Welcome to What I Had Heard Was. We are back. I am Jennifer. I'm Anna. And
1: I'm Diane.
2: And today we are going to talk to you about badass women in history.
0: Not just the whole season. This whole season, we're talking about badass women. All the women,
2: all the badasses. That's all I got. Yeah, if only we had that much time. So many- I'm really
1: excited to be here with you two badass women today.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm pretty excited about it too. Made it through a day of work, dodged all those uh, COVID variants in the air.
2: Now you know what happens. You just said that. So within three days, the COVID will come and get you.
0: I knocked on wood and then I threw a box of tissues over my left shoulder. So I think I'd be right. <laughs>
1: Jennifer, you make it sound like COVID is the Babadook. Well, I mean,
2: I've heard some stories. Creeps out
0: from underneath your bed. It's like if you stare in the mirror and you say Moderna three times, that it'll come and get you.
1: (laughs) Uh, Don't sleep with your lights off, little girl. (laughs) No? Okay.
2: Well, we are all currently COVID-free for, as I said, now the next three days. I didn't knock on anything.
0: Yeah, you didn't knock on shit. Like, we're all doomed now.
2: Damn it, woman. Let's get it over with. Make sure if
1: you knock on something, it's sanitized so you're not getting (laughs) the germs. I'm going to knock on it,
0: and then I'm going to lick it, and then I'm going to rub it in my eyeball. (laughs) Just for good measure.
2: My daughter had to say to the grandkids today, "Don't lick each other's tongues." <laughs> tongues? Yeah. I mean, they're very, very young, so <laughs> uh, children.
0: <laughs> but uh, to be fair, I mean, that is a uh, that is a good lesson. I want to I wanna see where you're going with this. <laughs> keep, going, keep going. I was just guessing, that's a good lesson to teach your children. Is to not lick each other tongues. It's,
2: it's solid advice in a time yeah. of COVID just to anybody. So I guess we, our, our show agrees with that. Do not lick other people's tongues. Yeah, there we go. Or do. <laughs> you know, whatever, live your life.
0: We're all going to dive something eventually anyway. You might as well enjoy yourself doing it. Exactly. Just make sure it's consensual.
2: Don't go around licking somebody's tongue if they're not like into it. Don't lick anybody's anything if they're not into it. So we're back for a brand new season. Yes.
1: And something else that's new is that you can rate us on Spotify. Woo. Before, we didn't have the ability to do that, but we do now. So, we hope that you'll rate us if you enjoy the show or even if you don't. We got our
0: first one-star rating.
1: Yay! We're official.
2: <laughs> We've made it.
1: <laughs> Please rate us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show. You can even find a link to rate us on the website at WIHHW.com So please consider giving us your feedback because it's really important to us.
2: You sound like a professional. I like it.
1: I am a professional. (laughs) Ladies,
2: I am going to start this season out Telling you about an amazing woman. Unfortunately, due to time, I can't give you her whole story, but I'm going to give you some of it and then you can go read about her because when the story's over, you're going to be like, what the fuck? So I shall now tell you the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> One moment, please. Her name is Larsena Ann Pennington. And she was born January 10th of 1837. Oh, is an Nashville, old shiny person. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Back when people were... I got nothing.
0: <laughs> Everybody was in black and white or like sepia tones. That's
2: right. So yeah, back in the times of, you know, when it took three days to get a picture done. Did they even have photographs back then?
0: Yeah, but they were... That's why nobody smiled,
2: because it took so damn long, you know? T- tin plate? I don't know. Got no idea. Huh?
0: And it's before, it was before color, so everything was all CB-toned anyway, so it didn't really matter.
2: Oh, boring. Yeah, they're like, this picture is this gonna suck anyway. Why spend time smiling? Do so you want to start over? I don't know if it'll be any better. Like, I feel <laughs> if I just... <laughs> <laughs> I've bullet-pointed myself into a fucking corner. so let's start again
1: yes
0: let's
2: uh today i am going to talk to you about Larsenna pennington uh she was born january 10th of 1837 in nashville tennessee Ooh, we got an old-timey badass lady i'm in it yeah she was the first country singer that's not true i made that up (laughs)
0: like ever (laughs) holy shit that's wait oh
2: I lied. Um, Her father's (laughs) name was Elias and her mother's name was Julia Ann. She was one of 12 kids.
0: That's too many children. Too many. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you're badass if you can deal with that many siblings. Everybody trying to take all your food and like, you
2: know, your toys and bullshit. Can you imagine pushing 12 children out of your vagina?
0: No. Uh,
2: I've gone to a dark place back on top. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, unsurprisingly, less than a year after having her 12th child, Julia died.
1: She takes a she died. Slow
2: sip of her drink. <laughs> it's a dramatic sip.
0: Yes. I, I just mean like could... she's tried worn out. She's like that's it, I'm fucking done.
2: <laughs> oh, so yeah, Elias moved them to Texas. As one does, in 1857, they traveled west with three wagons that were pulled by their oxen and mules, and they had a herd of cattle.
0: Oregon Trail style!
2: Right? Please tell me somebody dies of dysentery. I, I guarantee it.
0: <laughs> that would be a horrible way to go, basically shitting yourself to death. Just,
2: yeah. And you what are you going to do, like stop on the side of the road? Bismol was not invented yet so many bad things so in june the family stops for a little bit at a place called so no it's s-o-n-o-i-t-a creek which is near fort Buchanan now they stopped either because their livestock had been stolen or was exhausted neither are a great situation i guess you can like give them some food and let them rest a bit so that's better than them being gone they say that Larsena had contracted malaria at this point. Not great. But while she was there, she met a guy named John Hempstead Page. And he was a lumberjack. And they yeah. ended up... I know, right? Like, you can see his shirt and everything. Yeah.
0: He's got suspenders.
2: You know he does. And you know they're red. It <laughs> they could be black. He's a,
0: he also wears a bra. Just like his dear mama sorry Monty Python
2: so they get married on Christmas Eve of 1859 they were the first American citizens to be married in Tucson uh, as a side note I just said which isn't super impressive since the settlement didn't even have a thousand residents but you know
0: hey man a first is a first good on you
2: yeah I mean you can be a first to do anything if you're creative enough
0: uh, we have a great-grandmother who was the first white child born in that county in Kansas. I would like to say which county in Kansas, but I don't remember. That one. That one <laughs> that she
2: was born in. <laughs> if our listeners want to let us know, that's cool. You know, just email us at uh, what I had heard was at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, if you know which
2: county my great-grandmother was born in. <laughs> uh So John lived and he worked in, I am going to mispronounce a lot of shit, folks, I guess advanced apologies. Please don't write me. I don't really care. So John lived and worked in Kanoa Ranch, which was owned by Bill Kirkland. This, there's some conflicting information too, probably just, I didn't understand it, but Larsena got a job teaching Kirkland's 10-year-old ward named Mercedes. So, Larsena ended up getting sick, and her husband thought that moving her to a higher elevation could possibly help her. He intended to move her closer to the lumber mill uh, that he and his his partner, William Randall, worked at.
1: That sounds like convenience for him and not for her. Like, oh, you know what will make you feel better? Moving closer to my job.
2: (laughs) Yeah. This is great for you. Yeah, he also moves the kid closer to Daddy Warbucks, or what do you call awards, Papa? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. On March 15th, 1860, John and William, they gathered up Larsenna and Mercedes uh, to travel by wagon. So from what I understand, they were only about two miles from their destination when they decided to stop and camp for the night. And there were five Apache warriors that had been watching from the hills that obviously they were unaware of. So in the morning, both men left. One to went. Uh, Randall went to hunt for breakfast. He had seen a deer, I believe. and John went to go check on work. You know, he had to go check on a lumber issue. so he just leaves the ladies there unattended. I left out a lot of the details on how they were actually taken, but the Apache took Mercedes and Larsena. They believed both men were dead. Like the Apache told them that John was dead, Randall was dead. They had no reason to not believe them. As they were taking them along this path, Larsena is like tearing off small pieces of her apron and leaving it along the way because she knows that John's going to come looking for her or somebody's going to come looking for her, even if John's dead, right? They're not just going to forget about her. Well, you know, I mean. High hopes, high hopes. <laughs> so when John found out that the they were gone, he gathered Randall and a few other guys. And when the Apache saw John's group approaching, they tried to speed up. But Larcena couldn't keep up because she was so ill. So they made her take off her skirt and her corset before hitting her in the head with a lance. That seems extreme. Yeah, but she ended up falling approximately 17 feet over the side, side of a ridge, and she landed on a small pine tree. That's what prevented her from going any further.
0: So, so, so these guys kidnap her, right? Uh-huh. Kidnap her, and then they're uh-huh. taking her and her daughter away somewhere to whatever, and then they decided you're going too slow, you're too sickly
2: over uh-huh.
0: the over the ridge, we're done with
2: yeah <laughs> well they weren't quite done yet because they followed her down and started stabbing her with their spears you know like and they were throwing rocks at her <laughs> and one of them hit her in the face and knocked her unconscious so then because they're still not done while well, she's dangling from a tree yeah or at least got held up on it but they drug her body be- like behind a snowbank behind a tree And they took her boots and they continued on. One of them put them on. They jacked her for her shoes. She was pretty much naked. I mean, all she had was like her undies. Her skibbies. Yeah, her 1800 undies. (laughs) Bloomers.
1: So a full full suit then. (laughs) That's right.
2: (laughs) So she wakes up when she hears John calling for her. She's still alive. She was too weak. For him to hear her, and he saw the shoe prints that belonged to her, and walked right past her as he went on trying to find her.
1: Oh God, yeah. that's terrible!
2: Right? She said to have been in that snowbank for three days before. Shit. Yeah, and she was drinking snow. And she, she survived this entire ordeal, basically, like on seeds and wild onions and melting the snow. But there was 15 miles back to the camp, but she was too weak to walk. So instead, she would have to drag herself, you know, along gravel that would get embedded into her. Obviously, her skin wore away. She had, you know, all of the injuries to her back. So she had to sleep on her forearms and her knees.
0: Jesus, God.
2: On March twenty-sixth, she saw a wagon, and she, you know, put whatever clothing she had on a stick, waves it around, tries to get their attention, but they didn't hear her. So once again, she was passed by. Two days later, she finds a smoldering fire, and she's made it back to her original camp. Apparently, this also is. Maybe the original camp, maybe a different camp. Anyway, there's the coffee and the flour. And she uses some water from a nearby creek and makes little cakes for herself. Shut eat. up. Yep. And she spent the night there. She's determined.
1: She's just so determined. Crawling around naked, grab the litters, whatever,
0: and she's like, you know what? I'm gonna get Betty Cracker on this shit. i to make some <laughs> yeah. cakes.
2: She used her clothes and some water from a river or a stream. Like if I got found flour, I'd be like, well, fuck me. What am I going to do now? Yeah, I, yeah I, would not, I would not know what to do. I'd have coffee flavored flour. That'd be the best I could get. <laughs> right. But uh, on March 31st, she was able to follow the road to the lumber mill. She was reported to be entirely unrecognizable she had matted hair gaping wounds she was essentially naked emaciated sunburned you know she had rocks embedded into her skin I, all of this and initially one man thought she was a ghost he was so convinced that she was a, she was a ghost and she had to call out her name before they recognized who she was you know and ran to help her she was 23 years old when this happened.
0: 23?
2: 23.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, at any age, I think dealing with any of that stuff is amazing, you know? Yeah, unbelievable.
2: Holy crap. They, but they t- they, you know they took her in, they bathed her, they fed her, they tended to her wounds, they got the doctor, and on April 2nd, she was taken to Tucson- And she was under the care of Dr. Hughes, where she made a full recovery. And
0: that's, that's impressive for some old timey medicine. Usually it's just like a, Hey, we're going to, we're going to bleed you a
2: little bit. And here's some whiskey. Yeah. You have ghosts in your blood, take cocaine about it. So later they find Mercedes and they end up trading. The army finds her and they end up trading for some Apache prisoners She ends up getting married to Charles Scheibel, and she has four children, but unfortunately she died at 26. This is Mercedes? That's Mercedes, yeah. Not a long story, but an interesting story for her. I I wonder why she was this dude's ward. Like, I don't even know what that means. I mean, I know, like, he's responsible for her, but why? So many questions.
0: A lot of that stuff is sometimes, like, uh, people can't afford to have their children. So, um, and other people need help around the house, <laughs> you know? So it's like, great, cool. You take care of my child and then they'll do labor for
2: you. So, yeah, that was the time. Yeah. We do what we have to do. Um, in March or April of 1861, John was killed. She had a daughter named Marianne in 1861. In 1867, her sister dies of malaria in 68. Jim was killed in battle. In 69, her brother and father were killed. I'm not sure who Jim is.
0: I was just about to ask that. Like, did I miss
2: something? Who the hell
0: was Let's Jim? Let's pretend that it was
2: her brother because I, <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure, why not? Um, yeah, and so I just kind of get confused at a certain point. But in August of 87, I believe she married William Fisher Scott, who owned the Eagle Flower Mill.
0: Is that the same flower that she made little uh, cakes out of? Because that would be amazing.
2: That's like a marketer's wet dream. That's, oh my God. hmm Mm-hmm. My brain just exploded. And she had two more kids. William in September of 1871 and Georgie Hazel, October 1972. It was not 1972. That was a typo. <laughs> She's that would be amazing. Not,
0: not only was she a badass and was able to survive all this, she is the oldest living person ever in existence.
2: No, she ever ate because that she's flower that kept her going. She's still alive today.
1: <laughs> and by flower, That's by a I good mean fucking flower in quotations. Flower. Yep. Air quotes. She just happened to snort the flower through her nose. Oh man,
2: she right. had to crawl. Right. I mean, you expect yes. her not to fall into it face first so ladies that's the story of larsena and pennington page possibly whatever this guy's name is too fisher scott that guy he could have been a scottish lawyer he could have owned a flour mill i don't know because i read so many articles and they were inconsistent but that ladies is what i had heard about larsena pennington
1: thank you for sharing yay a true
2: badass in my opinion it's pretty badass
0: I, th- I think that uh, Charlize Theron would play her in a uh, made for tv movie
2: oh you think so she's a very diverse actress she's pretty badass herself yeah yeah that's true so we're gonna start doing a segment yeah
0: Speaking of uh, modern day badasses, as part of our series, of uh, just basically highlighting women and all the wonderful, beautiful things that they do and everyday heroes, people who don't get the love that they deserve. We want to give you that love, not in a biblical way, but we want to share their stories. So if you know of a badass woman in your life and you want to honor them, it could be a local hero. It could be somebody who's doing all kinds of good things in the world. It could just be somebody who is just making shit work on a day-to-day basis. You know, those people who somehow magically, they just get it done. Um, We want to hear their stories. We want to share them on our podcast. We want to share them with the world. Um, So let us know. Give us an email um, with their story, why you think that they're a badass, why you want to um, share their love, let people know about that kind of stuff. You can email us. And what I had heard was at gmail.com with their story. Uh, make sure that you have their permission for us to share said story because I don't want to get in trouble for trying to do something nice. You know what I'm saying? That's just bullshit. So, But yeah, share our stories. We're going to be um, giving little clips, blurbs, etc. We will read these on our podcast. And yeah, just make our community that much stronger. By bringing us all a little closer to everyday
1: amazing people. Yeah, I can't wait to see what kind of people we have writing into us and telling us. Because we just know that they're all around us all the time and we're not acknowledging them. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, too much negative shit out there.
1: And the
0: thing is, is there is more good stuff going on. That's the thing. There's more good, positive, loving, helping you know, people doing amazing, wonderful things, then there are bad people. It's just the fact that we're so shocked by the fact that somebody did this horrible thing that it gets more attention. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, let's flood with some good, uh, some good vibes. We've got some, we've already got some entries sent in to us through, um, we gave a little shout out on Twitter uh, and some of our socials about this kind of stuff. So spread the word, spread the love.
1: Well, I went down this serious rabbit hole looking for misconnections to share with you both. So for anyone who's new to this segment yes. that we've got here, we like to share misconnections from Craigslist. And it's like if
0: the people of Walmart saw each other in an aisle exactly, and were like, you know exactly. what?
1: That could have been the one. I need to find him. So I have one for you today. And the title is "You Was the Ultrasound Tech at Bronson Cox Hospital, Woman for Woman." So, woman seeking woman. I guess yes, you was. It was Thursday night. I had a UTI, and you was like Hermione from Harry Potter with your ultrasound <laughs> wand. You cast a spell on oh, me. Oh shit. I was there with my boyfriend, but would leave him for you because you know how to work it, girl. If you want to get McDonald's sometime, hit me up. But this person needs to make sure that they got the right person. So they said, Tell me how big the cyst was on my ovary, so I know it's you. Yeah. No! Like it's all you know, it's all spelled out like you is just the letter U. U was the ultrasound tech.
2: Yeah. But I mean, you just start off with, I had a UTI. What I mean, did they need an ultrasound for a UTI. Like, I have questions about what's happening at this hospital.
1: He was like Hermione from Harry Potter. Flush and, what is it? Flush and swish. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Flick and swish. Yeah, somebody's Flip doing that swish. in her <laughs> private areas. Downtown
2: business district. <laughs> that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I thought so. Speaking of wands.
2: We have a new segment this season called We Rate Reviews of Sex Toys. And this is actually technically, I guess, not a toy, but this is a review for Anal Ease.
1: Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you so far.
2: Got it. He is a verified purchaser, so five stars made it enjoyable for her. What a lovely title! Wow, this really does help. Listen, you can't just slap some of this on the old booty hole and go to Pound Town, but if you use it right, she'll be asking for more. Use this with a little bit of foreplay and massage it on the anus with a finger. Give it a few minutes of play and massaging for it to start to work, and you can actually feel her to start to relax. Once you have her all warmed up, you can go for the big home run using lots of extra lube, such as KY, and spice up that sex life. Definitely worth the money, and I'll be back for more when we finish this one. Disclaimer, this is how it works for my wife. I'm not giving anyone permission to use it on my wife, so your results may vary.
0: I would have to give the, I'd have to give it a three titties, just in the fact I appreciate the honesty of it, but, uh, and I mean, I understand, I understand the whole, like, it, it doesn't, it takes a while for it to, to get working and stuff, you know, so I'm not going to hold that against it. You know, everybody has a little, some, everybody has their different, uh, warming up temperatures. So to and speak. And a lot
2: of the, just as a FYI to anyone who wants to use anal uh, a lot of the reviews said, be careful because you get your dick anywhere near it and you're not going to feel that either. So PSA.
0: Oh. Right, because it's just going to numb it. Just take some oragel, Gel, you know, save yourself a couple bucks, and then you can also use it on your teeth. So if, I you clearly
1: know. did not know the product that we were talking about. I This whole time I was imagining a different product. So when you said, yes, <laughs> and so think when you said you can't just slap it on there, I'm thinking to myself, like, how does that work? Yeah, it's smacking them with Mix, mix, mix. But... I mean you could. Yes. I got I've got anal ease. Got it. (laughs) It's numbing.
0: It's a (laughs) numbing. But yeah, yeah, well, so one, you you need to wrap that shit up anyway. So as far as like numbing your dick, you should be having a jimmy hat on that anywho's.
2: Well that's that's the four one one on anal ease. (laughs) Well, there we go. Anna, do you have a motivational or inspiring quote for us this week? I do. So
0: in light of recent events of the uh, passing of one of the most badass women in television history, uh, one Miss Betty White, I decided that all of my motivational quotes are going to be quotes from Betty White. Love it. So we can carry on a little bit of her wisdom, a little bit of her her fun, her charm, uh, it on with us. And so I'm going to go with I think probably one of her most favorite quotes, uh, which is, uh, Why do people say grow some balls? Balls are weak and sensitive. If you want to be tough, grow a vagina. Those things can take a pounding.
2: Yeah, they can. I mean, brilliant.
1: Betty White said that.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she did. It's
1: from her book. She, uh, she has that in writers. She was badass. Very impressive.
2: I look forward to hearing Jeez. her quotes each week, too. This week, Our friend of the show is the Porn Stash Podcast.
1: Have you ever listened to a podcast about porn? Why not let us be your guides? We do all the dirty work for you. All you have to do is sit back and enjoy. We are the Porn Connoisseurs. I'm Big C. And
2: as always, you got your boy,
1: Jay. You can listen to our show, the Porn Stash Podcast, every other Monday. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else.
2: I listen to it and I I dig it. Like I mean, they they review porn,
0: which I dig. I mean, honestly, back when uh back in the day when I was a little more rowdier, uh, we would have porn parties, meaning that uh, we would have parties, people come over, drinks, snacks, whatever. But instead of like you know have music playing and then on the television we would have porn but whenever anybody was actually doing anything sexy you hit fast forward so everything looks like all weird and hysterical and then when they weren't and all the dialogue was happening then that's when you'd stop and listen to it which was also hysterical because it was all like weird and stilted and awkward and you know by the time by the time you're a couple uh, high lifes into the party it was a fucking great time
2: i'm impressed that you had the the time like you just stood there and fast forward and then waited like i would a lost interest half a beer in impressive fair
0: yeah yeah after a while <laughs> you kind of like oh okay you get the point and then you just you know <laughs> which is even more impressive was that i did this with
2: vhs tapes
0: because i am that old mm-hmm
2: Next week, Anna will be sharing a badass woman with us. Get excited. Tune in. Whoop, whoop. Stay tuned. Binge all of our episodes multiple times. Make your grandma binge them. Anyway, <laughs> the whole family. Bring, Bring the whole family. So, ladies, is there anything else you would like to tell our wonderful listeners today? Awesome. So. I couldn't think of anything.
0: I couldn't think of anything either. Donate to your local pet shelter in honor of Betty White. There's a big thing going on in her honor uh, on her birthday, January 17th. I'm not sure when this is airing, so you can cut that part if need be. But in honor of Betty White, donate to your local pet shelter. Uh, She was a huge proponent for helping animals. And she liked animals more than she liked people, (laughs) which I don't blame her. Um, But yeah, honor some or honor a badass woman that, you know, in a way that they would appreciate. Nominate them
2: so they can be on our show. Yo. All right. All right, fuckers. What I had heard was we are out of time and we will see you next week.
0: Word. (laughs) Word.